What's up, tailgaters? Welcome to Homefield Tailgate. This is where we talk about anything and everything college sports. Uh, yeah, y'all, y'all know who we are at this point because we have a you know a riveting following of eighty six people. Uh, yeah. So we have Bertie Ellinger, Addison Harbor, myself, Thomas Wilson. Uh, we're going to have a, a guest appearance from Cole on the surge line here as well to pick some games, and you know we're going to talk about the games from last week. Going to talk some Heisman and uh, talk about games this week. We're excited. Thanks for being back. Yeah. So let's start out. What is everyone drinking and how was their weekend? Addison. Oh. Well, it was, it was Birchie's birthday. So let's talk about oh. her birthday weekend first. Birchie, you should go first. Oh, that's sweet. Um, it was a great weekend. Had a lot of friends come in town. So um, Thursday was great. Hung out with my coworkers. Um, they took me to lunch. My mom actually surprised my office with Chick-fil-A, which was awesome um, and really sweet. So shout out to mom. Um, and then, yeah, went to dinner with some friends and then had Mary Morgan. Shout out to her. She's in Nashville with me. And then Jane Bradford and Leah come in town. Um, we went all over Nashville. Um, yeah, it was great. We went to a Titans game on Sunday, and that was really fun. Uh, it was a really good game against the Saints. Um, Titans pulled it off with a win. Got to see um, my friend that played for the – or is a recruiter for the Saints, so that was great. Uh, what did y'all do? Uh, I, I was in Dallas. Uh, my cousins went to the Ole Miss game, so I was dog-sitting for a little bit. But I had oh. some car issues. So my car had an oil leak, had to bring it in. Was carless for a little bit. Uh, almost went to a Bob concert uh, in downtown, oh. but opted to not go just because uh, you know wasn't really feeling that today. But it was a good weekend. Reps pulled out a victory, so can't really complain. What about yesterday? Oh, yesterday I went to the Mavs game. We had a team event, and so uh, the team that I'm on for work, we all saw the Mavs game. Obviously, uh, they played the Nuggets. Got to see the former MVP uh, ball out, and it was really fun. Yeah, kind of had a little too many beers, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> it happens. On a Monday night. Nothing On a bad. Monday night. <laughs> All right, Addison. Uh, my weekend, uh, I had a, another solid weekend, college football. Um, I woke up and I took my boss's son to college game day Saturday morning in the Grove in Oxford, Mississippi. I had a great time with that. Uh, we got some TV time from what I've been told. Um, so he, he had a blast. I saw him to last night and tonight in our, our flag football game, and he thanked me for taking him. Sweet kid. That's um, sweet. Got to hang out in the Grove and tailgate on Saturday and then watch the Rebs get a big win. Lane, Kiffin, Lane Kiffin's biggest win at Ole Miss up to this point, I would say. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, other than that, just a chill weekend. Um I don't think anything else too exciting happened. Pretty good. What are you drinking, Addison? I am drinking um, uh, Josh Sellers. Oh, Peanut. I love Josh. That's the best. Yeah. Well, that's what we're having tonight. I started off with half a bottle. I haven't not drank this much. Um, I've only poured one glass so far. Um, <laughs> I hope this bottle is enough for, for this episode. If not, you may see me with a different cup later on with uh, something a little stronger in it. Wow. If that happens, if that happens, we'll, I'll pause and let y'all know. Okay. Perfect. Sounds good. 
All right. Well, it's time. Let's get into it. UNC at Pitt. We're doing the recap. Addison, what are your thoughts from this past game? This game was awesome. Um, I actually uh, I, I teased it at uh, UNC plus seven. And it was a an excellent game for the most part. Pittsburgh got off to a big lead and held a big lead for a while. North Carolina finally came back and tied it up before going into overtime and losing by exactly seven. Um, so so I had a, you pushed. I had a push there. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was a very exciting game. Um, I don't know. There two, two ACC is just not that good. They're average college football teams at best playing each other. Uh, big win for Pitt, though, um, and as far as them getting into a good bowl, UNC just been a disappointment all year, continues to do so. No, absolutely. Like, I don't really have much to add um, from what you said. I will kind of touch more on UNC. They came in with so much preseason hype. It was them and Clemson as the heavyweight favorites to kind of contend in the ACC. Obviously, everyone thought Clemson was going to win the conference, but the, as a total, the ACC really hasn't kind of had their guy or their team or other than Clemson, like kind of come out. And so, you know, we kind of thought it would be Wake Forest there for a little bit, but we on everyone knew that was fake. And I mean, yeah, there's, there's trouble in the conference there as far as a powerhouse this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, Michigan at Penn state, Thomas, I mean, Michigan coming up. Yeah, no, this, I mean, I everything in my soul told me that this is a game that Michigan loses, not based off of the talent from the two teams, but primarily just because of Jim Harbaugh. And this was arguably his biggest victory since he's been at Michigan. He's got an even bigger game coming up here in the next couple of weeks versus Ohio State. But I mean, good for Michigan for winning this game. Huge road environment. Penn State's kind of been volatile, but still a solid program. Great defense. So that's all I really have to say about it. Michigan got a big win. Harbaugh's biggest win as a coach there. And yeah, they're still alive for a playoff spot. Yeah, definitely, sure. definitely his biggest win in a while. Um, if Ohio State survives Michigan State this weekend, um, that is going to be a massive, massive game uh, to close out the regular season of college football. Um, it's going to be so much fun if that happens. Yeah, definitely. Um, going to Thomas's shopping grounds, SMU. Um, UCF at SMU. Um, I'll take that one. I mean, UCF was scoring early and taking the lead in the beginning of the first, and then it kind of just went downhill for them after that. And SMU just um, kind of came back with 55 to 28. I mean, not a crazy game in my opinion, but I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that, Thomas, since you are a passionate SMU man. Yeah. Pony up. Uh, I told y'all I loved 60 as the over-under. Uh, this game ended 55 points just for SMU to 28 UCF. Uh, that was my favorite bet of the week. It was a lock. It was a mortal lock. And that's all I got to say. The Ponies win. They got a huge game against Cincinnati this week. And should be fun. Should be fun. Another fun game. I mean, crazy game. Oklahoma at Baylor. I'll let Addison give us his thoughts on that one. I mean, well, wow. Well, we can't talk about this game without talking about the ending and Lincoln Riley's <laughs> big baby. Um, it, it was an excellent game for the most part. Baylor closed him out late and kicked a field goal, and Lincoln Riley was not happy about that. He 
griped and complained about the crowd coming on the field, and he griped and complained and said, I wouldn't have kicked that field goal. Who cares, dude? Shut up. You're Oklahoma. You're not even supposed to lose these games. <laughs> like, get over it. And now, he apparently, um, he's going to LSU, according to all the LSU beat writers. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, one moment. One moment. This game uh, – hold on. What about the Oklahoma fans lately? Like, loud enough to chant, we won't uh, – well, Spencer we Rattler. We want Caleb earlier in the season when Spencer Rattler was quarterback. And now they're chanting, we want Spencer. Yeah. How delusional are they and just how rude of a fan base is that? And I know it's it's not the majority, but still, like, that that's so – make up your mind. No, I mean, this was a game just, that – You can't just flip-flop quarterbacks whenever someone's not playing. No, you, you got to ride one horse. I understand that. I can't, I'm kind of with you, Addison. I mean, this was a game that – I mean, you, you said Baylor has a really good shot at winning this game, and you were right last week. I mean, Oklahoma has been playing fraud all season. They've come by from the skin of their teeth in several games. They almost lost to Kansas, which, you know, yeah. Kansas might be a little bit better than we all thought. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but, no, the, the Riley, to Oklahoma, Riley to LSU noise is kind of real. Um, I've heard Matt Campbell as well as a viable option over there. But there's definitely trouble in Oklahoma, and it, it goes further than this season. Yeah, I agree. My um, coworker is a huge, she went to Oklahoma, huge Oklahoma fan. Um, and she was kind of, I was just asking her her thoughts on the game. And she was like, I didn't think Baylor was going to be the team that we lost to. And then uh, when they kind of put in their second quarterback, um, they, she was just like, the game was kind of over at that point for, for her. Um, but it's just interesting to hear Oklahoma's take on it. But I don't know. I think like, Thomas said the three of us kind of saw this coming and um yeah but those were my thoughts on that game um Mississippi State at Auburn Thomas yeah um Addison you think there's a lot of um a lot of Auburn fans that happen to be Falcons fans and are familiar with the 28 to 3 loss oh Auburn, sure. I mean Auburn has you, know, you mean Falcon fans yeah Falcons like Auburn and Falcon fans they're both is what I'm saying uh, yeah I mean Auburn has a huge um, Atlanta cast. And look, this is embarrassing loss for the University of Auburn and an embarrassing loss for Brian Harson as a coach. I thought that when Ole Miss went to Auburn, that was one of the only times Lane Kiffin's been outcoached in his tenure at Ole Miss. Was completely impressed with Brian Harson and that staff. And then for them to take a 28 to 3 lead over Mississippi State in the first half and then allow 40. Unanswered, 43 unanswered points, or however many points it was. 40. 40 unanswered points that State scored is just unacceptable as a coach. No, it is. That is it's unheard of. Okay. State's a decent they're, – they're decent. They're not bad. They're a decent football team. I mean, you still should not blow a lead like that, especially at home. And, you know, we all always talk about how different of a team Auburn is, specifically on Jordan Hare. But the past two weeks – I mean, I hate to say it, and I know he's not playing anymore, but Bo Nix has been a different quarterback, and I hate that he's he's injured and won't be able to play the last two games against South Carolina and then again against Alabama. But, I mean, the, the slate gets pretty tough here for Auburn moving forward with no real identity at quarterback and an embarrassing loss at home like this. Yeah. Well, Bo Nix will be back next year. It, it sucks about his Oh, yeah. Year, but 
because um, I, I definitely was hoping that Auburn would, would upset Alabama. And I guess they still have a chance. Uh, Finley is not a bad option at all. Um, former oh, forced I, to leave. I, I think Alabama football. wins. Probably so. But we can still hope for something. You never know down there. You never. Yeah. Speaking of embarrassing losses at home, Georgia at Tennessee. Okay, first off, Tennessee's uniforms, the black with the orange to me is just horrifying because, I mean, I know I feel this way about the orange in general, but they just look like Halloween creatures running around the field. Um, but <laughs> that's me. Um, but yeah, Tennessee came up in the first um, and then Georgia just really came back. And I, I kind of feel, I felt that way in the Florida Georgia game as well. Um, Georgia seems to take a second before they can just really run, run the score up, but overall a good game for Georgia 41 to 17. I mean, they're number one, they're the, the pick. So kind of makes sense to me, but y'all's takes on it. I mean, exactly how we, how I expected it to go. Yep. I thought Georgia would cover. I thought they would dominate and they did exactly that. Um, Tennessee's just not there yet. Georgia's defense is too good. Yeah. No, I'm with him. I mean, Heupel's definitely – he's shown that he can have success there. But Georgia's got the better players, and they're rolling right now. I mean, theoretically, there's no team that can beat them. But you never know with Kirby Smart. So, we'll see. Yeah, no. Georgia continues to be the number one team in the country easily, hands down. And I'm not sure anyone's close. And I don't think anyone's going to beat them. If it's not – but if they if they somehow choke this year – and lose because so oh, it would be unbelievable as well. Like, yeah, this I is mean, very, if they don't win this year, Kirby Smart's not going to win one. Like, this is the year for him to do it. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just hope for me. <laughs> um, speaking of another really, really good game, um, we got Texas A&M at Ole Miss. I mean, Addison, you were there. I mean, I was watching it on – a screen at dinner with Mary Morgan and we were freaking out. I mean, how did it feel being there? How was the team? What are your thoughts? Um, yes, I was there. Almost dominated the whole game. I mean, just looked like the better team. I was very surprised with how physically overwhelmed Texas A&M looked at times. Um, and and A and M is lucky for Ole Miss's red zone woes. This game could have been a lot uglier. It could have been thirty to nothing at one point. Um, they're twenty-eight to nothing, thirty-one nothing easily at one point. Uh, so A and M's lucky this game was as close as it was. Um, and Ole Miss's defense bailed them out. Ole Miss's defense since the Arkansas game has uh, not allowed more than twenty-seven points five games in a row. Yeah, um, which is something I, I never would have thought. To so say. I, I say that Auburn had thirty-one. Did they have a defensive touchdown? They're averaging 27 points or 26.2 since the Arkansas game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the stat. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I mean, I no, like you, you hit the nail on the coffin is the offense looks great as far as, you know, outside of the red zone. It looked awesome. Um, but the only thing is like, man, the defense really showed out. Like you said, um, they had the pick six, they had the safety. And then, like, you can make an argument there, like, one of the main responsibilities for the touchdown that we scored when they got, they got the other interception. So, the defense won this game for Ole Miss. Like, and I think that the offense really needs to figure out the red zone, specifically not for this game, but 
like with Vanderbilt, but Mississippi State coming forward, we're going to have to figure that out before uh, that. Yeah, and the way Mississippi State's offense has been playing, that's going to be a completely different type of test for Ole Miss's defense. No, it is. Um, I mean, Ole Miss tends to have more success with quarterbacks that don't like to run the ball and are more stable. But Will Rogers is playing really good football, and uh, they've learned to run the ball. You mentioned that a few weeks ago, but they continue to – for some reason, Mike Leach has decided to run the ball for the first time in his career, and it's been successful. So, State's a good team. The Egg Bowl should be pretty fun, uh, but we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Arkansas at LSU. Arkansas with that win, Thomas. I mean, I mean, 16-13. I think that this game is – yeah, they beat LSU. They, they covered two-and-a-half spread. Um but I think we should take a moment and really appreciate where Arkansas was two years ago and where they are today. I mean, they're, they're sitting at seven and three. Is that right? Seven and three. Let me check that real quick. Arkansas seven and three. They barely lost <laughs> Ole Miss by one point. And they're going to lose to Alabama this week more than likely, but then they have a game against Missouri to finish the season. If you told this program two years ago, you would be an eight win team in 2021. No one would believe you. And that's just a testament. I don't think Sam Pittman is a great, coach but I think he's surrounded himself with good coaches and he fits that mold very well so kudos to them and the success they've had this season um and yeah I'm sure there's a lot of Arkansas fans that are really pumped with them right now yeah definitely Addison did you have any thoughts on that game or Um, I I didn't I didn't get to see much of it um I I mean it was a boring it was boring I thought, Arkansas would, I thought Arkansas would win it from the highlights and what I did watch, the recap. It looked like both teams just kind of didn't want to win down the stretch. Mm-hmm. It was thrown away, went to overtime. Um, it's definitely impressive what Arkansas is, is doing to this point. Obviously, the LSU season's over. Uh, that program's kind of dead in the water right now. Um, but, no, I, I did not have much thoughts on this game. What are your thoughts on the TCU-Oklahoma State game? Oh, impressive. Well, I think Oklahoma State um, is the only team in the country that can beat Georgia. Explain. your explain. Really? I think they match up extremely well with them. I think their offense has started to play a lot better. I think their defense matches up well against Georgia's offense. They play real defense. I think their offense is – Good enough to maybe give Georgia some fits, maybe, maybe not, not really. Uh, I just think I, that's the game I would love to watch and just see how okay. Oklahoma State and Georgia play with each other. I just think they match up better with Georgia than anyone else. Um, okay. I, would give, I would give them a real chance. I feel like that. that's such a hot take. That is a flaming hot take. I mean, Addison, I, I – I agree that they are probably the most underrated team in college football. And if they went out with one loss, they should 100% be in the playoff. They'd have two They'll victories. Be the They'll yeah. be in the playoff. That means they win, and, Bedlam. They win Bedlam and they'd win the Big 12 championship. Yeah, and then they deserve to be in there. I think their defense is great. Their offense showed that they can score points. TCU beat Baylor last week. So TCU is not a terrible football team. I mean, you can't really, like, say, like, you know, the laws of transitive property in college football because oh, but just, college football, just but – I think I mean, where Baylor would be if they hadn't choked against TCU. No, you, no you're, you're exactly – you're right, but I don't think they beat Georgia. I think they deserve to be in the playoff if they went out. I think they have a real good shot at winning out, but I still think the two teams that could possibly beat Georgia if they play a perfect game are going to be Ohio State and Alabama. Yeah, I'm with you on that. 
Do you don't think Oklahoma? You don't think Oklahoma State can beat them? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, let me tell you something. All right, let me hear it. Oklahoma State would beat Bama by seventeen points. <laughs> okay. Alabama what makes might, you think that? Alabama might not score against Oklahoma State. Well, if Alabama can't score against Oklahoma State, then they definitely can't score against Georgia. No, and they won't until, like, the end. I mean, Oklahoma State let Baylor score, you know, 17 points or whatever. Um, I mean, TCU, I'm sorry. I'm getting my Big 12 schools confused. I mean, Alabama's offense is so mediocre now. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with that. Yeah, it's sad. But I, they still have the talent. Madison seems to disagree. I just think Madison, I, this is all gonna this is all gonna play out. It's all gonna this play could out. all play out. I could be very wrong, but I think highly of Oklahoma State. I think out of all the teams that have a chance to be in the playoff, I think Oklahoma State is the okay. best. So is Oklahoma State your dark horse national champion contender? I think outside of Georgia, if Oklahoma State just doesn't choke. Because I think there's a chance that they choke. But they, <laughs> and they survive, always do. They, if they make the playoff outside of Georgia, I would say that they have the best chance outside okay. of Georgia. All right. We could see it. All right. Well, that's your hot take from Addison right there. Um, speaking of great football teams, Oregon with Washington State at Oregon. Obviously, we know how much I love Oregon. Wasn't a crazy game, 38 to 24, nothing really to it, but just glad my team kind of came out on top there. So, yeah, Vegas was on the money exactly right at 14 points. Oregon, uh, is, Oregon is a solid football team. Yeah, they are. I think they're going to be in the playoff. I told you that Heck last yeah. week. I told you that last week that I think it's going to be. Georgia, Oregon, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. Cincinnati. I said this last week. There's not going to be a big Big Ten team make it. Um, now, if someone could show Oregon's biggest test is going to be this weekend against Utah. They survive that. They'll be fine. All right. You heard it here, folks. Addison Harbor with his <laughs> top four teams. Um Speaking of Addison Thomas, what about Kansas versus Texas? <laughs> I mean, Texas is just a mess right now. Like, sure, Kansas kind of held in there against Oklahoma, but it's Kansas. Kansas hasn't won a Big Ten, Big Twelve game in like two years. Like, Kansas is like only good at basketball. That's the only like sport they care about. And the fact that they went into Austin and beat the big mighty Texas, the team that you know is so great, has their own network, is leaving for the SEC, is so much better than everyone, and just got embarrassed. So this is pathetic. It is absolutely insane and repulsive. If I were a Texas fan, I would hate my life right now. Wow. Speaking from the man that lives in Texas. I do live in Texas. (laughs) They're canceling the Longhorn Network. Um, Are they? Yeah, they can't be in the SEC and have their own TV network. Um, it's not allowed by our ball, by uh, by the SEC bylaws. Um, this is probably just this. Texas is just a super embarrassing right now. This is embarrassing for Steve Sarkeesian. They were a thirty and a half point favorite at home and lost to Kansas. Kansas had never ever 
ever, ever beat Texas at Texas. It had never happened in the history of this. Texas is on their first five-game losing streak since, like, 1957. Um, and, look, Steve Sarkeesian has a – he has a real rebuild now. He's going to lose players in the transport, and I would tell him to kick everyone out. Did you hear what he said? He said he might have 33 new players next year. I, I don't blame him. I might only have 33 players on the roster next year if I'm him. You, you, they, they're so soft. They're the softest team in college football. They, they are. That, and, like, like I, I kind of – He's got to get – he's got to stop just recruiting. He can't recruit these seven-on-seven, four-and-five-star Texas kids. He's got to recruit some of these three stars that aren't scared to hit somebody. Yeah. No, and, like, I, I kind of, like, you know, came in pretty hot. Like, people forget Nick Saban went seven and six in his first year at Alabama with a loss to Ewell Monroe. So, you know, I mean, maybe it's, you know, Texas and Alabama are very similar in what they're able to give to their coaches and kind of how the, the boosters and everything operate. So maybe, that, maybe Sark is the guy, but this is bad. This is embarrassing. Yeah, uh, it is embarrassing. It kind of sounds like a. I didn't hear that, but it's okay. I tried to use the sound machine thing, and it didn't work. So we'll we'll work on that for next week. Texas uh, is a real rebuild. You've got to give Sark at least four years. I don't care if gonna, you go two and ten. I don't care. You if you might go not get four years, dude. They've got to give him four years, or if, you can't just keep rotating schools like coaches like this. You just He's can't gotta, do it. He's got to get in the transfer portal and figure it out. You're not giving four years anymore. You're giving three, maybe three. Honestly, since we're in, since this is the last game of the, the review anyways, the transfer portal has been great this year. Every player gets one free transfer now. It has helped the parity in college football this year. All these lower teams yeah. have got up, like Michigan State, it has been phenomenal. It's keeping everything more yeah. level. Look, this is Georgia's year. They're way better than everyone else. But next year, I think it's going to be completely wide open. Georgia's mm-hmm. going to lose some guys. Um, other teams, they're getting these transfers. The players are moving. It's going to be – next year is going to be wide open for college football, and it is extremely exciting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of – Guys that are really good at football. Let's talk about <laughs> the Heisman people coming up. Kenneth Walker. I mean, Michigan State. Pretty crazy. I mean, Thomas. Kenneth Walker, he has an opportunity to win the Heisman. Um, obviously, he had a huge game against Michigan that a lot of people watched. It was the marquee game at the 11 o'clock kickoff. No one was watching another game but this game. Um, but I, I don't see him winning based off of the schedule he has ahead. If they can beat Ohio State and he has a big game, then he's got a better shot. But I just don't see him winning the Heisman at this point. If he has, if they beat Ohio State and he has a game like he did against Michigan, he's going. Oh, to win the Heisman. yeah, and I agree with you. But I don't think that's going to happen. And he would be playing against C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has a great chance to play into it, to play his way into it, and still win the award. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to. I think that Who's he has Kenneth? the best I, – I think that he has the best chance out of anyone to play his way into this. Because if you look mm-hmm. across the board, Ohio State's the better team that gets Michigan State, so he should win that game. 
Kenny Pickett's not in the Heisman. Fun story, whatever. You know, he wears two gloves. Pittsburgh's a cool thing. Matt Corral's still got a shot. He's probably going to be invited to New York. But if you look across the board, Bryce Young still has a game against Auburn. He still would have to play Georgia. Probably going to lose one of those games. As far as winning out, I still think Ohio State has the best shot, which would mean C.J. Stroud's the quarterback of that team, and he would win the Heisman. Yeah. I think that is a good take right there. Um, Addison, do you have any thoughts on that? Or uh, I mean, Matt Corral's going to win the Heisman. So, oh, um, there we go. I think it's a, uh, a done deal at this point. Awesome. All right. Well, Cole is – are you all done with thoughts on Heisman or do you want to keep yeah, going? Yeah, we're, we're good okay. to go. All right, all right. Sweet. Well, Cole is about to join us on the Surge line. I mean, why he's join, joining, have we told y'all how awesome Surge is? Because um, I don't think we have. Surge, yeah, Surge with a J, um, is the marketplace for conversation. Uh, creators can make money through video conversations and host live one-to-one conversations in large group events. So really, you're just getting paid to have a conversation, host a group event um, for your knowledge, for your expertise on things. Um, so this is such a great asset for professionals, artists, athletes. Um, it's so easy to sign up as a creator. Go to surge.co, so that's surge with a J, um, sign up and start making money with your conversations. So pretty easy. Um, they have an Instagram if you want to follow them, surge with a J official. Um, yeah, and uh, it's pretty awesome. So go check it out. Go sign up now and uh, start those conversations. Um, and here is Cole on the surge line. Cole, what oh. is up? How's it going? It is so good to see all of y'all here <laughs> on y'all's podcast. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, oh, we're also live you. recording on YouTube as well. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Yes, you're on you're live on YouTube right now. What is what is the YouTube stream right uh, now? Home we, have we have a link. I guess Cole, we need to put it up. Cole, send me the link right now. I need the links so I can send it to my people Your and, uh, you know, go ahead and flame me for my terrible picks. Yes. My, my good mother. Um, you know, she still talks about the fried blend with you, Virtue. Uh, I, I love her. She's, she's an incredible woman. I hope she had, didn't she just have a birthday or I'm making that up. She did. She just had a birthday, uh, September tw- uh, 17th, actually. <laughs> I'm a few uh, months late, but tell her I said happy birthday. A few months late, but Maybe she posted on my Facebook. That's why I thought so. Um, well, we're ha- we're happy to have you here. How how's she life? Did. Life's great. We're here in Hind, uh, excuse me, Rankin County, uh, Brandon, Mississippi. Just hanging out. Uh, school's been a little light this week. I just did a root canal today. So he's in dental school for those listening. Yes, I'm in dental school. So well, just trying to fun. get up there. Yep, but I'm excited to be on with y'all. Yeah, well, no, we're excited, excited to have you, Cole. Bring me back to my radio days in college. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cole and me used to have a, a radio, a live radio show. I made y'all's graphic for that. Don't forget. You sure did. You did. Yeah. Yes, you and did. here we are. Here we are. All right. Well, let's get into this. Um, looking ahead, I mean, we got Texas at West Virginia. Thomas, West Virginia minus two. I mean, Texas has got to win one of these games, don't they? Like, I know I've told myself that four weeks in a row, but I mean, they really got to win one of these games. And 
I mean, West Virginia is a decent team. They beat Iowa State earlier in the season, 38-31 at home. They play different at home. I know that I feel like Texas should win one of these games, but I'm just going to go with West Virginia because Texas hasn't proven to me anything. Their locker room's turned against everyone. The coaches are pissed. Everyone's mad at each other. They just lost to Kansas in football, which is pathetic. So, yeah, I'm riding with West Virginia, minus two. Cole, what are your thoughts on the game? Time for people to realize that the best uh, football program in the state of Texas Oh, is uh, the Roadrunners. With that being <laughs> said, West Virginia minus two is about as much of a lock that you can get for this weekend. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on the meat meat train all day, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't see any way Texas goes on the road and wins this game. Uh, I, I would say West Virginia for sure, and I would take this over fifty six and a half. Texas yeah. doesn't play defense. West Virginia doesn't play that much defense. I'm going to lock in that over 56 and a half. We do realize the money's on 56 and a half. We do realize Texas lost to Kansas. Yeah, we just talked about that. Pretty wild. Real quick, Juan Thomas is looking that up. Can we discuss why the SEC keeps making these soft ass schedules the last, this late in the college football season? This late into YouTube, this late into November, we have two weekends left, and half the teams in the SEC are playing nobodies. Playing sisterhood for the blind football teams, or whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. This is no. this late in the season. Games should matter. You and look at the Big Twelve, and you look at the Big Ten, and in both those conferences, there's huge games with a ton of like game on the line. You have. College game days at Oklahoma, not Oklahoma, at Ohio State versus Michigan State. Game of the week right there. And across the country, you see other conferences doing it. The SEC still has this. I honestly don't mind the cupcake games the second or last week of the year because most teams are gearing up for rivalry week. Most teams in the SEC, they have rivals and other conferences that they're gearing up for. So they're done with their SEC schedule, done with their eight games. And, I mean, every team you play in the SEC – I mean, I would even say even the South Carolina, Missouri's, Vanderbilt's, I mean, that's still a different level of competition compared to some other small schools. So I, I don't mind the little break that you get here late in the season. Yeah. What do you um, think, Bertie? I I kind of with Cole on this one where I kind of feel like we play a lot of – or SEC, we um, play harder teams in the, in the beginning and then kind of – it's good to have a, a good easy game right before all these big games for Thanksgiving and the bowl games and stuff like that. So it's just my thought. Uh, I think that you should not accept if it's uh, what we're going to get. SEC is going to 16, 16 teams. We're going to have to go to nine games, maybe 10. I think we should go to, if we keep up with the one power five out of conference game and we just go to two of these cupcake games or maybe even one, depending on how many SEC games we play. And we have to finish them by, like, week six. You have to get them out of the way, the cupcake games. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't really have any – That's what I would do. Um, (laughs) All right. Iowa State at Oklahoma. Cole, what are your thoughts? OU minus four. You know – 
I've always thought Oklahoma has been frauds this year. Um, (laughs) Yep. Now, now with, uh, you know, Rattler getting the bench, um, I think they've improved. Uh, I'm not saying that it always kind of made me mad that seeing them in the top four, because I knew they weren't one of the top four teams in the country. Um, with that being said, coming off a loss to Baylor, uh, I, I think they struggle again. I mean, I think they win, but I don't think they cover. So, I'm going to take Iowa State. Um, Iowa State there. Okay. Awesome. Way to go. I mean, um, I think I like, that um, – who do you like, Addison? Go ahead. I like Iowa State plus four <laughs> as well. Okay. I think I think Oklahoma bounces back and wins this one. It's at home. Iowa State plays great at home. They play decent on the road usually. Um, I think Oklahoma covers minus four, and I think they lose next week to Oklahoma State. Yeah. Those are some good picks. Michigan State at Ohio State. OSU is negative 19, Addison, or minus 19, sorry. Too many points. Too many points. This one's easy for me. Michigan State covers that. Um, and I also – I like the over, 67. 67. I, I love the over. Yeah. I think Michigan State covers here. Um, easy. Honestly. Easy. Cool. Yeah, I, don't uh, think I agree. I, I would have to agree. I think it's too many points, and I'm not really sold on Ohio State either. I don't think they're one of the top four teams in the nation. Um, Michigan State, they're proven to be a good team, you know, beating Michigan at home. And uh, so I would take Michigan State, the points. Yeah, 88% of oh, money from Michigan still. State plus 19. Um, I like the over <laughs> in this game. Uh, I'm just going to keep powering through is. Cole keeps spinning around. Um, but now I, I agree with you. I think 19 is too many points. Ohio State still wins. Yeah. All right. UVA at Pitt. Thomas. UVA, where your sister got into grad yeah, school. So my sister just got into grad school at UVA. Go Kathleen. Accounting, so pump for Kathleen. Super excited. Yeah. It's her dream school. It's where she really wanted to go. So I'm really happy for her. It's going to be great. Um, but, but. Uh, Kathleen, Pittsburgh is going to win this game. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The over-under is 66. I like the over. Uh, Pittsburgh likes to score points. And, frankly, UVA has got a decent quarterback. So, this game is going to go over 66. Cole, well, what do you think about it? What was the line again? The line's uh, 13 and a half, Pittsburgh. Over-under 66. You see, I, I took the over last week with Virginia and Notre Dame. And uh, Virginia just kind of let me down there. Uh, that one kind of hurt. I don't know what happened. I was in the Grove, you know, a couple too many drinks just got me confident on that over and uh, really bit me in the butt there. But <laughs> I think they also bounced back. I'm going to take the over, but it will cover. Okay. Yeah. Um, Arkansas at Alabama, Cole. The line is Alabama 21. Did I say that? Yeah, that's 21. Yeah, that's another game. It's interesting. I could see it going both ways. Bama just destroying Arkansas. But Arkansas has got a solid team. Uh, I think they make the game competitive. Um, I think Bama wins by about two touchdowns, but I don't think they cover. Yeah. I don't think – I agree with you, Cole. I agree. I think this is way too many points for an Arkansas team that can run the football, control the clock, 
and they can play decent defense um, as well, especially with an Alabama offense that isn't that great. Um, and I would lean – I wouldn't lock it in, but I would lean under 58 here, and I would lean Arkansas plus 21. This team plays very similar to the way uh, Texas A&M plays. They do have another kind of factor that A&M has or does not have because K.J. Jefferson can kind of run the ball uh, yeah. significantly better than Calzada. I do agree. I think 20 points is a lot. Um, this team has good run defense, and Alabama's offense has been complacent at times. I think Arkansas is going to score some points, but Alabama is going to win the game. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Alabama is going to – Pull a win there. Um, Florida at Missouri. Florida having a minus nine out of ten. I mean, what do you think? I can't help. I can't help but laugh. I can't either. I can't either. This game. I don't know if Florida can win. Can beat Missouri by nine points. Florida look. Missouri money line is a great value bet here. (laughs) And I would take. Hey. And I would take this over 69 and a half as a ton of oh, points. I would, I would, both these defenses are terrible. They're so bad. Yeah. Florida doesn't play defense. Missouri you know what? You know it'd be a hell of a defense. game. You know a hell of a game right now? Florida and Texas. They should let them <laughs> play in a they should let them play in a bowl just so we can all laugh at them. Florida doesn't play football. I don't know. Defense, they don't they, they just don't play football. They uh Russell Gators. Yeah, I'm, I'm like thinking – the Gators. But with that being said, I think Florida covers. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb here. This is my uh, my stretch for the week. Um, yeah, I think Florida covers. So I think – I mean, they've just been embarrassed so much. Um, I, I don't know. I could be dead wrong, but I'm going I mean, Florida. I was wrong with it thinking it can't get worse in Texas, Ooh, and it continues to get worse in Texas. What's the weather? What is the weather at that game? Florida always does bad in cold weather. He's looking up the weather. Really? I'm looking up. I'm looking up the. I'm looking up the. Uh, Where's the game the, at? Florida. Columbia. Addison, what's your favorite weather app? Um, I use the weather app. <laughs> not the <laughs> like Apple, the Apple. Not the Apple, not the Apple, <laughs> or Apple weather app. Like the Weather uh, Channel. The Weather Channel. The Weather Channel. Okay. Yeah, that's the yeah. good one. Is it accurate? All right. This is what we got for Saturday. 59. 59. 59 uh, overcast, intervals of clouds and sunshine in the morning. That's cold uh, for Florida people, so. You would know. You would know, Virtue. Would know. Hey, go Bolts, show. baby. Go Bolts. Go Bolts. The, yeah, talk about that win. He's the Weather Channel app. If y'all want to go download it, we are actually sponsored by the Weather Channel app. So this is they, true. They asked us to Speaking of Tampa that. sports teams, I would just like to reiterate on, uh, you know, this fine podcast of itself, how bad the Saints beat the Buccaneers a couple weeks back. Can we just talk about how uh, the Saints just lost to the Titans? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty Sunday. sad. Yeah, it was pretty bad I when I was there. So, go Titans. Virtue was there. Yeah, so. Cole, Cole was invited, but he didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. Cole, you were supposed to come. Cole was in uh, Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah, that was that was a better game for Cole you. Cho- Cole chose me over y'all. Oh, Cole, why'd you do that? Had to give the the ex roommate some love. Y'all were roommates, and they Senior, were roommates. Yeah. What a y'all place! That, Remember the beer Olympics? Fine. Ivy <laughs> Place, <laughs> the COVID special. 
that was great. That was good yeah, time. such great times. So much fun. Virtue <laughs> yep. was there. I was there. there. Speaking of other places, I am not going to be Auburn at South Carolina, Thomas. Auburn with a minus seven point seven and a half. I mean, I don't really know what to think of this game. I want to see how TJ Finley does. Whenever he's come in, he came in against Georgia Southern. It was Georgia Southern. They won the game. And then he had a few snaps last week against Mississippi State. I just don't know what Auburn team is going to show up um, or how the offense is going to be, like, played differently without Bo Nix. Seven and a half does seem like a lot of points. It scares me. So I would take um, South Carolina plus seven, but I'm staying away from this game. Oh, 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 South Carolina at home, Auburn without a quarterback. It almost seems too good to be true. It does seem like upset alert. You know, yeah. I'm going to go with – I'm going to take Auburn. Uh, I think they'll cover. I just don't really believe in South Carolina. Love how they beat Florida a couple weeks ago, but I think Auburn yeah. will uh, South come Carolina, through without the next. South Carolina let me down against Missouri. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the spread. Auburn wins. Yeah. This over-under is 44 and a half. Yep. Uh, hold on. I have a stat on that. 95% of the money is on the under at 44 and a half. 95% of the money is on the under? Mm-hmm. Thomas over. with the stats. Over. The most loyal thing we have on this podcast. Yep. Because the Galette's Cup is gone. Yeah. Um, speaking of a loyal fan, me to Oregon at Utah, Cole, it's Utah with minus minus three. You know, this is a uh, this is going to be a big game, probably the biggest game in the Pac-12 this weekend. Um, I think Oregon, I think Oregon pulls it out. Uh, Utah's yeah. a good team, but Oregon's just got a little too much. Too much talent. It's it's Utah, you know. Yeah. So, so I've picked I've picked Utah. Cole, Cole, my playoff prediction. If you haven't heard, I don't think there's going to be a Big Ten school get in. I think they're all about to cannibalize themselves. So I've taken Georgia, Oregon, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State to make the playoff. I may only get one of those teams right when it all it's all said and done. Georgia's a lot. Well, if if the Big Ten does do what they say, then Cincinnati's definitely getting in, and then it just depends if Oklahoma State can beat Oklahoma. And yeah, and if Oregon can win out, so some stuff has to happen. But so I've got to take Oregon money line, which means obviously they cover. I'm picking them to win. Um, I don't know anything about the over under. If y'all want to educate me there, uh, over under is fifty nine. Oh, I mean, yeah, I just don't know what I think about it. I have it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like, whenever you hear Oregon, you pick up the Chip Kelly days, you think they're a high-scoring team, but that's just not the case anymore. They win by defense. Primarily their defensive line is usually pretty good under Chris Ball. Um, I don't know what I think of this game. Like, my heart says Utah is going to win, but um, Birchie always says Oregon wins and they win, so I'm going to stick with Oregon. Thank you, Thomas. I appreciate that. All right. Oh, also about that about that note. I don't think Joe Moorhead. I don't know if I like him as an offensive coordinator anymore. He makes some questionable. I mean, when I'm watching these games, these Oregon games, 
I just don't think he's very intelligent sometimes. Well, I love Oregon, so that's... <laughs> why, why do you love Oregon? Because it's the best. I have okay. no reason to besides yeah, that. The, the Pacific Northwest seems like a phenomenal place to live. Seems like a fun place to visit, so Good. I've actually Ducks. been there. Go Ducks. Speaking of states schools that start with O, Oklahoma State at <laughs> Texas Tech, Addison. <laughs> that was a stretch right there. That was a stretch. I love State. It. My all of my transitions have been a stretch. So Oklahoma <laughs> State at minus 10 and a half, Addison. Yeah. Oklahoma State is starting to peak. They're getting it going. They're going to go on the road this week. They're going to dominate Texas Tech. They cover. Yep. I agree. I agree. I didn't Easy. Cover. Texas, Easy pick. Texas Tech had a great Great win last week, 62-yard field goal. Everyone loves the flavor there. They got a new coach. It's exciting. Oklahoma State's playing very well right now. Um, they're the best team in the Big 12. They are Addison's dark horse to win the national championship, the only team in his eyes that can beat Georgia. Um, but I like him here, and I like him to cover. Over-under is 56-and-a-half. Don't really know how I feel about that. Uh, but Oklahoma State's going to win this game, and they're going to cover. Yeah. Vandy at Ole Miss. Thomas. Yeah. Minus 36 and a half. Ole Miss is going to win. Um, it's Vanderbilt. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, 36 and a half points is a lot of points, especially considering I feel like this is going to be one of those games where Ole Miss plays the starters for like a quarter, maybe a little bit into the second quarter, and then kind of lets them rest. We're, we're very injured. Ole Miss has got to get guys ready for the Egg Bowl. It's on a Thursday, so it's a short week. I don't like 36 and a half. I would be more comfortable with like 21 to 24 around there, but scoring 37 points more than Vanderbilt when a lot of your players aren't going to be on the field the entire time uh, seems like a stretch to me. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. That's more than five touchdowns to win by. Um, Ole Miss isn't just going to play rest guys on offense. They're going to rest guys on defense as well. Mm -hmm. So Vanderbilt might score some. I don't know how much they could score, but they might score a little bit. Um, it's going to be – Vanderbilt is going to be – Vanderbilt is going to have a chance to cover this game in the second half. Um, whether they do that or not, I don't know. I would lean towards them, yes, keeping it within 36-and-a-half. Over, under 64-and-a-half. Yeah, I, I would take that over. It's 50-50 right now. Good teams win, great teams cover, and that's what the Rebels will do on Saturday for our seniors. <laughs> and Matt Corral. So, Matt Corral will go out with a bang. He's going to throw four, four touchdowns, run for one. Uh, Snoop's going to have a touchdown. Parrish will. Ely will not. Um, yeah, I think we cover. I think we win big. Put a little fear awesome. in the Bulldogs before we come to start Vegas. Yeah, I like to hear that. SMU at Cincinnati, Addison. What's the spread? It was not on my sheet. 11 and a half, Cincinnati. On your sheet? I added that game like – I added that game. He printed it out. Oh. So prepared. Well, you where, think – I want to say where is SMU it? will cover. It's at Cincinnati. It's at Cincinnati. I disagree. Cincinnati knows that this is a better opponent. They've got to show up. They're going to play sound, fundamental football. They'll win by two touchdowns, at least. They know that they've got a. They know that this is a big game for them. They're gonna come out. They're gonna beat SMU. 
this game was a lot more exciting two weeks ago. Um, I think 11 and a half points is a lot of points. And, um, you know, my brain says to pick Cincinnati, but I'm picking SMU because it's right down the street and they're going to kick ass. So that's all I got to say about that. I'm with you, Thomas. Yeah, me too. I'm with you, Thomas. Any, any other comments? No, I'm ready to hear uh, Birchie's section. All right, Cole, you're more than welcome to stay. You can – Oh, please stay and chime in. Head out if you need to, but we're headed on to my brain. <laughs> that Your Birchie's brain. Birchie, <laughs> thank you for being a great host uh, of this thank wonderful you. podcast, and thank you for having me on, Addison Thomas. It's always a pleasure. Um, yep. Yeah, yep. get rich, welcome, kids. Man. Go ahead and Thanks for coming me. on, man. Uh, See you. Thanks, Cole. All right, y'all. Are you ready for this? The biggest pop culture thing I have for y'all is the Taylor Swift drama. Have you heard about the new album? Uh, She re-released all of her songs with her version because she did not own the rights to them. She was losing a ton of money and someone else was making a lot of money on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were just horrible to her. Just, we're ready. We're ready, Birchie. We're ready. Yeah. So she has the composite <laughs> copyright and then the record label copyright. It's like a different section and they were just being jerks to her. So anyway, she re-recorded it because she is badass and she is incredible. And so she came out with all of the music and released a 10 minute version of All Too Well, which is like always one of the popular songs. Do you all know who Jake Gyllenhaal is? Uh, he's the Swiss Army knife of Hollywood. Greatest actor of all time. Sure, but we hate him. I don't hate him. Um, <laughs> no, you I hate not, him. I, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Who, I do not know who he is. No idea. I, I did not know he was even in Hollywood. I have no idea what he looks like, what he's been in. I was told, what's today, Tuesday? I was told Sunday night that is who All Too Well is about. Yes. Uh, but I have no idea who he is. Yeah, so he stinks. He dated, um, he's an American actor. I'm trying to see what movies he was in. Uh, um, Nightcrawler, oh, Donnie Darko. I have to Google him. I don't even know what he looks like. Jake Gyllenhaal is the greatest actor of all time. How do you spell that um, last name? Oh, it's, it's easy. It's G-Y-L-L-E-N-H-A-A-L. Exactly like it sounds. Yeah, so speaking of that, um yeah she released a 10 minute version and it basically was like coming at him and just he stinks and she had a lot of good lines like um I'm trying to think one was you're all grow older but all the girls you date stay my age or whatever um he is 40 yeah and they have a big age gap um Anyway, yeah, so he just stinks, and we all hate him. And so there are a lot of funny tweets about how Jake Gyllenhaal um, is – I don't know if my audio is messing up. But uh, anyway, that everyone hates him. So, yeah, pretty good stuff. Well, I, oh, love the, him. I, think the only, I think the only movie I've ever seen with him in it is The Day After Tomorrow. Have you all listened to it? Yeah. Uh, I haven't listened to it. I need to. Uh, great Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yes, Birchie, I can hear you. Prisoners, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's awesome. Southpaw is really good. 
Uh, he's in the new Spider-Man movie as well. Broke that yeah, mountain. Yeah, no, no. This we're, is his most famous we movie. Don't like him. Don't watch any of these <laughs> things. We don't like he's him. He's got a new Netflix original Taylor. called The Guilty. No, no. <laughs> yes. Isn't, isn't this the yes, movie about, it's, it's about gay it's cowboys? It's about gay cowboys. It's about gay cowboys. And he is the worst. So wait, if you wait. ever listen to the album Red, you need to listen to Taylor's version and not. Wait. I have a question. Wait, so why do we hate him? Why? Why? What's... Because he broke her heart and was a jerk. Well, how many what hearts is, is Taylor what Swift did he broken? Do? What did he do? I don't know. What did he um, do? He just treated her really poorly. And like, like one of the scenes was they were at a dinner party and all of his friends were there. And he like totally ignored her, didn't even look at her. She like, like put her hand by his hand and he dropped it, like w- like patted it and then just like, just ignored her. Fun fact, girls hate being ignored. And so she, she was acting weird and he was like, what's up? And then she was like, you didn't even like, look at me, you didn't even talk to me. Like I'm such an outsider right now. Like she's 21 and he's like, however old he is, older. And he Wait. didn't even make her feel included. And then this was at the time. When they were dating. wait, yeah. When did they date? When she was twenty-one, so like thirteen years ago or something. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And so and this song's so, just now coming out. No, no, no. This song came out a while ago, but it was only the like four or five minute version, and mm. there was a lot of it that was left out, and there were rumors that there was a ten minute version, and now that she's right, like has her own label and she can do whatever, um, or whatever, um, she released the ten minute version and. And then this, she came out with a short film. Anyway, it's just so good. And also it talks about- so is, the, it, is the song, the song is like a real story? Yeah, she won't admit it, but like it, it is, it's about her. Hmm. We know, the Swifties now. So anyway, it made me feel like <coughs> I was in ninth grade again, listening to the album Red when I got my heart broken by a boy for the first time. So just really, really took me back, so- I think everyone. Well, I hope you never get your heart broken again, Miss Birchie. Thank you. I appreciate that, Addison. Um, other than that, I feel like pop culture was pretty dead this week. I didn't, besides the football games, that was the biggest news I had. What are y'all doing for Thanksgiving? Should I'm going home. That? We talk about that next week. All right, fine. We can talk about that next week, Addison. <laughs> I'm going to see my family. Yeah. What are y'all doing this weekend? Um, I have a buddy that's coming in town because his brother is proposing. So I think he's staying with me. Are you totally just outing that on this YouTube recording? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely did. Wait, if you're uh, listening, you're not well, getting proposed. You hopefully they. Won't. There's no way they're listening, but if they are, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know who the buddy is, so hopefully we can get with that. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Oops. I'm going to I love the honesty there, though. You just, wow. I wish we could use that as clickbait, but it could ruin someone's proposal. So we definitely. Um, can't. I'm just going to keep it in the podcast. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Addison, what are you doing? Are you going to any weddings and staying with the bride and groom this weekend? <laughs> oh, do you have a story yeah. for us this week? Yeah. Uh, this week, any crazy? I didn't. I didn't. Nothing crazy happened in my life this nothing. week. Nothing. 
Our flag football team lost two more games. Oh, God. Did you get ejected? Um, no. No. One of our – look, so I was late to the game today, and one of our players' dads – like, I was arguing with the ref about a call, and one of the players' dads, like, yelled at me about being late to the game. He's like, you don't need to argue with the ref. You weren't even here on time. It's like, dude, I have work. <laughs> I have a job. I have a career. Does he have a job, too? I don't know. I don't know what this dude's the dad, dad does. The, son, the kid has a mullet. He's 10. <laughs> Mullets are in, apparently. I keep uh-huh. seeing younger boys with mullets. Everywhere. Maybe I should grow a mullet. I think I'm going to do that. Please don't. If we get the 200 streams, I'll grow a mullet. All right. Y'all heard it yeah. here. Um, but, uh, but, but, but this weekend, I have a Friendsgiving Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then this weekend, I'll hang out with, with friends and mm-hmm. uh, go to the football game. That's so fun. Who are your friends? <laughs> um... You wouldn't know him. Oh, I wouldn't know him. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll text you later. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I am watching my brother run a marathon. So that's really exciting. Cool. Yeah. And um, that's all I can think of at the moment. So pretty it's exciting not, weekend for me, watching a lot of football, obviously. Not a, speaking from personal experience, it's not too fun running a marathon. I can imagine. Oh, yeah, because you threw way, up. way less fun watching someone run a marathon. <laughs> so you're, you're a good sister. Thank you. Can we talk about the time that Thomas ran a marathon after a date party with the no, flu? That was the half marathon. Oh, yeah. So it's two different Did stories. Did we both run yeah. the half marathon? Was that we right? both ran that. I ran the half marathon after a date party, and then the full marathon I ran with the flu. <laughs> so he is not good at running. I just, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for him, but he keeps doing it. So yeah. pray for him, please. <laughs> yeah, you doing a turkey trot? Uh, no, but I'll probably run around the lake. We're not going to be anywhere near a turkey trot for Thanksgiving, but we'll talk about that next week. Come on. We're giving yeah, yeah, we're, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Addison is saving that for next week. I have, I have a guest for us next week. It's going to be a surprise. Okay. Okay. Can I guess who it is? No. Is it a no. girl? Nope. Okay. No guessing. Well, I guess listeners will have to listen to find out who it is next week yep stay be sure to tune in next week we'll have a special guest uh they are a professional at picking games and making uh against the spread they're very good at it they have a 71 and a half win percentage this year um so you'll definitely want to listen and get your picks wow so it's not you (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not the guest (laughs) Speaking of Addison, what about your 401k? Oh, I did not give you all a 401k loss so, this week. Addison, while you're looking, I'll, I'll talk on it a little bit. Addison started the season seven and three. Uh, lost three in a row, but we'll forgive him. He won this week, and we're ready to go. My 401k lock of the week is going to be the over in the Texas-West Virginia game. Okay, Why? Um, because they both don't play defense. That game's going to go over. And I know what they say. Usually when you have two teams uh, that are good, at, uh, score a lot of points, the under hits 60% of the time, 
and the over-under. But this is a low over-under for these two teams. It's going to go over. I'm feeling confident in it. I also really like Michigan State plus 19. Um, those are my two favorites this week. Well, Addison, what's the weather going to be like in Texas, West Virginia? Isn't that pretty important, too? It doesn't matter. <laughs> nah. All right, Percy, close us out. Uh-oh. Percy? Uh-oh. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you all, if you logged on to YouTube and watched this live. Oh, no. We are live on YouTube, and you can go back and rewatch this, or you can listen. We are now on Apple Podcast. We are on the Spotify Podcast, and we are on YouTube now. Um, so I made it back just for the ending. Sorry, guys. Thank you all. We'll see you again next Tuesday because um, we're doing it a day early again. Right? Yes. Yep, that's right. But guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HF2 underscore official. Like Addison said, we're on Spotify and Apple. And uh, we have two episodes coming out, one right now, and then one next week on Tuesday. See you next yeah. week, take We appreciate it. And bye. Bye.